Welcome to Educate an Idiot. I'm Mark. And I'm Bo. Oh, we're I'm Mary Jane. Damn it, I was supposed to go. No, you're slow. <laughs> and that's slow. Oh, I'm Twitch. It's Mary Jane and Twitch from Z-Rock 103. You stepped on me. Yeah. Uh, today we have two radio hosts with us. And I guess that's what, is that what you guys refer to yourselves as? It, it, as long as you do air quotes when you say radio host, yes. Yes. <laughs> Here's what we don't say. We generally don't say DJs because DJ, DJ, if you say DJ, people are like, can you play my wedding? So we never say DJs. <laughs> and my personality sounds pompous. So we never say personalities. Yeah. It's like we're just, yeah, yeah right? Because people in radio. Talent. Oh, God. Right. That's another oh, one. That's the worst. <laughs> That's, the, That's worst. the worst. They do, though, on paperwork, they'll write down, like, talent when you get, you know, whatever from the sales crew. And you're like, what? It's not even creative. Mm -hmm. We don't even have person out talent. So we <laughs> usually just say radio host. That's yeah. that's, that's the, somehow the least pompous in our minds. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> um, what's a, uh, hopefully, we're going to have a conversation about being a radio host. Because a lot of us listen to the radio every single day, and for me personally, I've wondered about you know how what it's like to be on the radio, and hopefully we can have a conversation. You guys can answer some questions and tell some stories uh, of your experiences with that. We uh, we've got stories. That's, yeah, that's for sure. All that is acceptable. All yeah. that is okay. We <laughs> we, we can handle that. And I'd like for it to be kind of like. Uh, as general as it comes when it when it comes to being a radio host and not so much as you all's particular radio station does that make uh, sense yeah 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 but well, it's not even just our station it's just us in general like so i guess if you want it to be like that whatever twitch and i say flip it reverse it put your thing down <laughs> smack it up let me know it's, is that smack it up we, flip it yeah. Oh, it, you're doing Missy. We, you're doing Missy Ellis. Yes, so. I'm going Missy. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. Um, because we don't really we kind of go against the grain. We pride ourselves when we do something that is so asinine, because we know that no other DJ is going to be brave enough to do it. Does that make sense? So we can talk, I guess, as general as we can. But if you're like looking for advice, I don't know. Here's the thing: <laughs> we know the rules enough to tell you about them, but we also yes. hate the rules enough to not follow them. I it just in general in, in general in life and honestly in order to to be on the radio maybe or to do anything where you're asking people to watch you you have to believe a the rules don't apply to you and I <laughs> I believed that my whole life before I was in radio before I did anything I really legitimately believe the rules apply to other people not to me and that's kind of how I've always done my radio career as well right you. you I don't like I don't like rules. There's a lot of radio people that will tell you, you know, this is how you do it. This is how you have to talk. This is how, and we've done our whole career doing exactly the opposite. Sometimes we like to say, I wonder what a consultant would say if he were listening to this show right now. <laughs> it's one of our favorite games to play. Yeah, <laughs> and then one of us will be the consultant, and the other one will explain it. <laughs> like. So did you guys do a 20-minute segment this morning on the world's oldest glory hole? Is that? Oh, you... hell yes. Oh, hell yes. Yes, we did. But it also had to do with the fact that somebody got a splinter. That's true. Okay. Wait. Did you reenact what happens at a glory hole? Did you Did you also, hang on. Well, did you Did you ask your listeners to send in locations of glory holes around town? Yes, because we want to make a map for the listeners. Like, brilliant. I don't know what kind of radio this is. So that's, we do that a lot. Yeah. So, sorry, we're going to get off track. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's, no. that's perfect, man. That's, yeah, I mean, if you want to, just give us a list of all the rules and exactly how to break them. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, you start. Like, what do you guys want to know? We'll, we'll, we'll just jump in. What's a day in the life of a radio host like? <laughs> They're completely different. Twitch. Let right. me see. I'll do mine. You you I'll do mine. Okay. I'll do mine okay. and you do yours. All right. So <laughs> if the show starts at six, I'm up by like four thirty. I wake up, it's quiet, I read as much as I can. I I, I don't like to read in my personal life, but for work I read like a hundred pages a morning before we go on the air write stuff down. I got a little thing here. I write down like 
topics here. Here they're going to go right here. This is like the 820, this 835. And this is like, you know, I, so I'm pretty, it's, I, I draw a roadmap. And then I'm like, well, just in case we get lost, I know what the roadmap is. And it's I, usually on a yellow pad of paper. Only yeah. since COVID <laughs> has it switched to the, the notepad. I just, that's right. very important. Okay, go on. No, so I spent about 90 minutes reading. And then I call MJ up and I'm like, hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. You want to do this? want to do that? And then we talk for a few minutes and then we just hit the air. That's where my day starts. How about yours? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so if the show starts at 6, I get up at 5.20. I hit brew on the coffee pot just the second I get up. I start smoking cigarettes and weed, right? Got to get my head right. <laughs> And then about that time, I pour that cup of coffee, Dolly Parton style. Mm -hmm. I slide into my home studio with my fat cat, Becca. And we're like, Twitch, tell me what happened in the news because I haven't seen shit. True. And then Twitch <laughs> fills me in with the audience. I get to learn with them. It's true. It's, it's the laziest way I can go about it. But I'm also sincerely surprised when I find out things like Trump only paid $750 in taxes. You get my legit reaction. Yeah. You know, like, and, I, and I'll tell you why we do that on purpose. There's actually not not because MJ likes to sleep late and not because she's lazy or anything. No. 520 is sleeping late. That's another thing. Have fun with mornings. Yeah, no All shit. Right. Wow, curse. It's nice. Um, the worst thing to me in radio is when you have like a two-person combo. And they both know exactly what you're going to say, but one of them always acts surprised. Like, 25% oh, of people put their socks on left to right? <laughs> like, you, you read the same thing I did. You know, don't, don't pretend. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. It's, it's disingenuous. So she legitimately yeah. finds, like, every one of her reactions is absolutely natural because she doesn't know anything going in. It's awesome. <laughs> it works out. It works out better for us. So how did you guys decide on those roles? She wasn't going to get up at 4.30. Yeah, he's OCD. He has a legit mental disorder yeah. that forces him to make a, a sheet on a yellow piece of paper that has not only the show plan, but backups, just in case. Yeah. I mean, he... He his mindset is completely different. I have always been just the hot mess that was barfing on air when we started in our 20s. Mm -hmm. And he was always right on time and and ready to go. So we didn't pick we didn't pick anything. No. This is legit. Our personalities. He's OCD. And I am, you know, I like weed. Yeah, no, we just we fit together not to make it nasty, but we fit together oh like God, a 69. Why? We're like a 69 of radio. Uh, like we fit into each other's crevices. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, he, you guys ever like committed to something and then regretted it immediately? No, never. Geez, I never no. regret it. No, no, well, so, actually, no. You know what? No, I, I want. Yes, we went to Tennessee one time and. I thought it was okay if we shared. It was the first time we'd ever shared like a hotel room. I thought it was going to be cool. First like, off, you got to know me and MJ, best, friend. best friends, never yeah. literally anything else. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I was like, you know, we I, we we're best friends. What's the harm? We'll share a room. So we have two beds, right? We got two single beds. But what I did not know was that he had a CPAP machine. I'd never seen one. It scared the living crap out of me in the middle of the night. Worst thing ever. Like, that was a regrettable experience. He should have warned me on his half. He re he should regret that. I regret that I didn't say something like, now you're not going to have some weird Star Wars-looking machine that's going to wake me up at 2 a.m., right? That's That happened. So, yeah. I like that we've been together like 20 years, and that's your biggest regret. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> but, but to answer other questions that you haven't asked yet, but I'm pretty sure you will. I've been a part of other radio teams, and some teams are friends on and off the air. Most teams are not. Most teams just come in, do a job. They're like, you know, punching a clock. It, it's just the way it is. They have to act like they're friends because they have to have a, a report. At some point, they probably were. But most people who have been on the radio together for long periods of time do not associate outside the radio. We just, they just don't like MJ's coming coming over for dinner tomorrow night. Like we, we like to hang out, but most people just don't. Right, and that's fact, I was about to say that's true. And you, it's almost like if you pay attention, you can tell. You know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is you know you can tell on the radio show that you guys are obviously close. It's not just a like you were talking about earlier. It's not the fake. Uh, uh, such and such people no. do this or such and such. Yeah, we're like honestly, we're like 
I, I'm closer to her than I am my actual siblings. Like we're like <laughs> brother and sister more than than yeah. It's it's weird, but it's weird. We're the again we're the exception because I've done radio with my with I had a, a other partner twenty years ago and we were friends, <laughs> but we just weren't like that. You're he was friends with him while they did radio. The second that show yeah. split up, he was like, "All right, fat bastard." I'm not going to tell you this. I mean, he was talking. And Twitch was fat at the time. Yeah, like, it was hilarious. Oh yeah. No, he, yeah. <laughs> Uh, those, was, those, those, they like never, it's first... like a relationship. They never end well. They never end well. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, memories. Uh, okay. All right. So, <laughs> see, this is why, this is why you have to have the, the things on a list because what happens Back is, up. yeah. So, I always call it a roadmap. I never mm. use the roadmap, but if you get lost, you can look down and know it's there. So, always yeah. have like Listen. five things. If you want to ask 50 questions, have 30 on a list or, you know, just so you know, if you get lost, you can look down and boom, you're, you're, you have something like, like, uh, you have like a point of contact that like you have something you can yep. turn to. And listen to Twitch. Cause I can tell you just from that, that one awkward pause that just happened. Uh, your boy down here is me. You got your stoner friend. He is not, he was going <laughs> to let you sit there in silence. So you've got to be ready. Because I'll do that to Twitch all day, right? So you, like, take pointers from Twitch. Cause... That's also a good, a show has to have, like, they people have to know their roles in the show. Someone has to drive the bus. Right. Someone has to, you know, if you if you look at, like, a sports commentary, there's a color guy, and there's, you know, the X's and O's, you know, the, the guy who's doing the announcing, there's the color guy. You know, everyone knows, no one steps on each other's toes. Everyone knows what they what they're supposed to be doing. What is it you, you they they call it the the deer the doe and the what is it <laughs> I have no idea the deer the doe yes it's the girl it's two guys and a girl it's called the deer the doe and the dummy or something oh, like that oh yeah I've heard that that's a consultant thing yes most, it, yeah. that's what they were asking about damn yeah most most radio shows have a male who's the lead a female who's the the like the, the sidekick the slash laughter she laughs and the and the <laughs> stupid guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah. like the, the guy, we're blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, you're so crazy. And the guy's like, I'll put something on my butt. And that's just like the three roles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, for us, it's more of a, we're both the dummy and we just throw dumb shit back and, back and forth at each other. So No, we, we could tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. After you start work at six, what do you do at that point? How do you mean? Freak out, tap doors. <laughs> I could answer that. Yeah. Eat disgusting rice, spinach, cabbage combos. Count I my mean, steps. it's a never ending. Like, touch the door <laughs> 57 times OCD. before I leave. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, I, the show is the fun part of my day. After the show, I also, like, program the music, schedule the music for the station, and run the station. That's my other part of the job. Emails, meetings. It's, yeah. a, it's a shit job I would never do, honestly. <laughs> No way. Nope. Yeah. So, MJ, what's the rest of the day like for you then? I go sell bones. <laughs> I work at Botany Bay. So, I'm literally like, deuces, Twitch. It was cool. And then I get high again and I go help other people figure out what they need to make themselves feel better. It's mm -hmm. fantastic. She's really good at it, too. But, you know. I don't make nearly as much money as, you know, meetings and emails and blah. Yeah, it's all fun. Ugh. It's a blast. Ugh. You know, yeah. it, it, sorry, it, Twitch. It's no, I get it. It's cool. I mean, <laughs> most people in radio do double jobs. Most people, it's very rare that someone is just a show host. It's just very rare that 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 job exists anymore because of because of like, you know, there's there's always uh like consolidation of jobs and like uh, all the radio companies, you know, when COVID hit, they, they all downsized a little bit, even though they were already downsized. It's just the way it is. Everyone does more than one job. So, you know, I, I do the show, and I'm also the program director of the station. And that's not uncommon. Most program directors also do also do a shift. For us, it's a little different because I was the show host first and became the program director, whereas most program directors are program directors who begrudgingly do a show. Mine was the other yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I did. I watched I watched Twitch when he first walked into the building, right? He right into Kentucky, right into the 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 Z Rock, you know, studio and he put together a morning show and 
I luckily somehow, you know, stumbled into it. But I watched him go from a DJ that freaked out constantly about getting fired because every job he had before that, he'd been fired yeah. for dumb shit in yeah. the company's defense. <laughs> dumb shit we'll get into later. But and, and sure enough, the first thing he did when he got here was pull dumb shit. And luckily, he did not get fired. That's a smoking ban. We can revisit that at some point. But he was nervous and and, and oh. just very, you know, he was just the morning show guy clinging to, you know, his apartment. And am I going to stay in Kentucky? What do I do? And I watched him go from that to, you know, rooting here. He got married. He had kids. And then he became a program director. And so he now is over Z-Rock. He's, he is my boss. Like, he's the one I would check into can i do this am i allowed to say this what are we doing he's he's the main one so it's kind of cool to watch somebody climb a ladder Ooh, like that because it's you. rare it is rare well it's rare, no, it is rare that you see somebody do that at one station so especially after your dumb shit so <laughs> it is it's it's cool it is rare that we've been here uh i, I got here in 2004 that's a rarity yeah. in radio that's a that's a like a like that's like a life sentence that's a that's a yeah. very like, it's almost like being a pro athlete if you're lucky to get hired somewhere your career is like three years long you know it's like yeah. being, it's like we're playing in the nfl like three the average career is like three years now and you either get traded up or traded down yeah you know depending on or what you develop a viking inhabit yes you do that's the fun way <laughs> So how does Lexington compare to other markets? You said it's like being traded uh, traded up and down to different markets and stuff. Yeah. So what's Lexington So like? I spent a lot of time. So I grew up, I'll tell you, just so you know, I grew up in Tampa, okay? My okay. first job was in Dallas. Uh, I got a job after that, in, uh, transferred me to San Francisco, went back to Dallas, went to Detroit, <laughs> went to Orlando. And this is, keep in mind, this is all in like a seven-year period. <laughs> Which oh, is why he was nervous. Which is why I was nervous as hell. So in 2004, I, I came here and I knew I knew one of the guys at the company. He called me up and I had just lost my job. And he called me up and he goes, you know, come to Lexington for for a year. Come here for a year. We'll figure out what you want to do. And I was like, that was a generous offer. And I did because in, in, in radio that that's happened a lot, especially when I didn't have any roots. I was young and single and I just bounced around. Uh, and I really thought you I, had that crazy bitch in tow. I did no, have that crazy no. bitch in tow. <laughs> Left her, she luckily <laughs> bounced like right as we got here, which was the greatest yeah. godsend of all. Um, but I, I intended to stay a year. I honestly did not think I'd be here a year. And now, I was just telling my mom this last night, like I couldn't imagine living anywhere else. I, I, I wouldn't, I won't live anywhere else. This is, this is home. So how does Lexington compare? It's a little smaller than some cities, but I like as as now I'm in dad mo dad mode. You know, there's. There's less jobs in a city like Lexington than, you know, if you look at like New York, you know, it, it, you know, right. It used to be that radio guys, all they want to do is get to New York, like New York, L.A., Chicago. And you think like, oh, man, radio is amazing up there. You're going to honestly, it's not um, <laughs> radio. There's good radio everywhere. and There's bad radio everywhere. Like, it's just there's and uh, uh, what's weird is. You see, like, a guy in New York, and you think, wow, he must be the best guy in the world if he's in the number one market. And then you realize, like, a lot of dudes just work in radio in the towns they grew up in. So just because someone's in New York or L.A. or Chicago, they probably just grew up there and hung around the radio station like I did and refused to leave. Eventually, he, they got a job. So there's great talent everywhere, and there's awful talent everywhere. But, <laughs> but... We are in the top 100. Yeah. If they're what 500, we're in the top. We're like at 100. We like right? Aren't we like at yeah. 102? We're like, we're like right at one, in there? Yeah, like 102, 103. Yeah. Yeah. So we're up there. Oh yeah, you know, we're not. Like we're not a, a small lot of market. Motherfuckers below us. Yeah. Let's a lot. not skip over that. <laughs> no, no. Okay? You, she's we're right. We're a there's, pretty mediocre market. Yeah, we're we're just called a medium-sized market. Like there's small markets. You know, you, I mean, there's really small markets where there's one or two radio stations and. We have a lot of radio stations for a market this size. We actually have more radio stations than most markets of equal population. Because radio markets are, are designated by population. So it's not even just the city okay. of Lexington. It's the, the, the market. So you basically look at like a round circle around Lexington. And there's probably, I think there's 400,000 people in that circle. And that's what designates the market size. Gotcha. 
MJ's cat right now, for those that can't see. She's showing us her her cat ass. You're the best fat Becca. You're the best. Every day. Does the right, like right play a part in Huh? Does does the range of the radio station play a part in it? Yeah. Every so the FCC designates wattage and you're allowed to have a certain amount of watts per so okay to, to tell you when radio stations first jumped on the scene like in the you know 20s 30s 10s whatever everyone was 100 000, they were 100,000 watt stations because they had to cover a wide swath area so these old old generally am stations are just big what they call in radio the term is flamethrower meaning they cover just massive amounts of, of distance and you can like it's not uncommon back in the day you could hear in you know, you could be in in you know, Tampa where I grew up and hear a radio station from from St. Louis because they're just that powerful. That that doesn't happen anymore. As more signals were okay, so the FCC has to license every signal, and so they signals had to start getting smaller and smaller because otherwise you get bleed over. So it's it's very um, you have to you're allowed a certain you're allowed to broadcast to a certain circle base, generally a circle. You're allowed to be within a certain mileage so that, like, R1033 doesn't bleed over into, like, a 1033 from Charleston or Huntington or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, so gotcha. you have a designated range or wattage to uh, that you have to, you can't go over. Okay. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> They're bored to death. That was <laughs> awesome. That's a, that's a talent. You know, he doesn't show that much on the boarding show. It's amazing. That's. They're asking well, questions. Yeah. They want well, no so answers. Disclo- disclosure on my part, I uh, I'm an engineer. I work with uh, I work with wattages and stuff like that for equipment. So I'm actually really interested in that kind of I I like climbing kind of... towers. <laughs> <laughs> no, not particularly, but I'm actually scared of heights. But <laughs> no, uh, I I just kind of thought of radio as like the magic box in my car that tells me shit in yeah. the mornings. Like I <laughs> Well, then you get into I, AM versus FM. And how those signals move completely differently. For instance, if you're you're listening to an AM station and you go under an overpass, you'll lose it because AM right. goes up and down like an umbrella. Whereas FM, so AM towers have to be higher because they broadcast down, and FM okay. pretty much goes straight out. So you can have frequency on an FM antenna at a much lower foot. You know, like an AM antenna might be 400, 500 feet. Whereas like an FM can be, you could be a hundred feet off the ground and still cover a wide area. Please explain happy Harry hard on. How did he broadcast? What did his signal do? <laughs> was he on an AM van? Was that AM? He was on a CB or something. No, right? like, no, he did ham. Volume? Oh no, he did ham radio. It was ham, ham radio. radio. That's, That's what it was. It, yeah. I don't get <laughs> ham radio. You have to have like a, you, you see the guys who have like the, the, the houses with the giant antennas on the side. Yeah. That's what ham yeah. radio. And that's a completely different okay. frequency. Because you have to also have a ham radio to pick that up, and I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't work in that. <laughs> Why isn't that a thing right now? It seems like right now would be the perfect time to take over ham radio. Way like get the biggest tower in the neighborhood and make everyone else try to compete with you. So wait a minute, I'm so, taking over the north side. So a few years <laughs> ago, the FCC started licensing what's called low power FMs, and and very similar to what you just said. They started licensing low power stations to places that were popular that had dense populations like a college campus or a downtown area because you don't need for a low power FM. You can pop one on like the top of a Chipotle and you could broadcast to, you know, maybe a five square mile area. But if you if you're in downtown New York, you'll hit a million people. You know what I mean? So there's also that part of it. And those kind of fell out of fashion. But for a while, low power FMs were like the big thing. This conversation's falling out of fashion. (laughs) He's an engineer. He asked me a question. Oh, you're right. I forgot. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. I'll keep the nerd shit to myself. That's... No, 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 no. There's other. I'm sure. I'm sure there is not another engineer listening right now that's fascinated. But <laughs> let's <laughs> see. When you get into radio, like you have to have almost be a, a little bit of a nerd for radio. Like here, here's how you know you're a nerd for radio. If you go on vacation. And you visit other radio stations, which I've done. I'll go to a new town. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like when I'm on, when I'm anywhere outside of my 
my range here. Mm -hmm. I'm flipping through stations. Yeah. It, are you visiting them like that, or are you actually driving up like a psychopath I, going, <laughs> can I look at your studios? Nope. I'm a DJ, too. I will call up and go, hey, I know no. I'm driving oh, through like Savannah, Georgia. Lie. I'll be like, I know a dude in Savannah. Hey, dude, can I come check out your station? Yo, absolutely. You gotta, yeah. <laughs> I've done that. Don't, don't. Oh my God. And they're like, shit, I wasn't even supposed to work today. <laughs> Some D bag from Lexington's coming up wants to check out the. Well, it's like, hey, I'm driving through town. Like, I was listening to you guys sound oh really good. God. Can I check out, do you care if I come by and check out your, you know, your, your office? Got to check out your studio. No. Yes. Dude, I do tours. No, no that's before... what I would answer with. No. No, it's a ding because before, like, you know, what tours I've given. How many people like come through? Like, hey, can I... and they'll get into really nerdy stuff. Like, they want to know about your your uh, mic, your your uh, mic, uh, you know, the your processing and your compressors and what bit rate. And you know, they want to know, you know, so do you? Uh, is your audio coming out raw, or are you compressing it uh, at the mic level, or is it going through the system? What are you or where's saying your STL? To me? <laughs> We talk about STLs and stuff. Oh, I can get into it. Uh, so you guys getting like pissing races about that shit too? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I got an all digital STL. Well, you know, we're web based or so we're analog because the, uh, the power goes out. We can so broad. It. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so generally how it works is you're at a radio station. No. Uh -uh. You have, you broadcast to a little receipt to a little broadcaster called an STL. Because generally, you're not where your tower is. Like, for us, our tower is like 15 miles away. Most radio towers are off-site from the stations. It used to be radio stations were at the towers. But that's not the way it is anymore. So you need an STL to get your signal from the studio to the tower. So it's like a mini broadcaster that only broadcasts to a tower that then broadcasts your signal to other places. Okay. Fascinating. <laughs> you take the next one. <laughs> no, no, you know, no, no, no. You know, the next question is going to be like, what if you're on the air and you have to poop? Ah, <laughs> you look at your co host and go, cover me. Yeah. And it's not poop, it's puke. Twitch has to do that all the time. Oh, I'm, yeah. Like, I barf constantly in the morning. I drink too much coffee, I don't eat, and then I have to go, like, violently vomit. But I'm very quick and ninja like. But he never knows. He has to now be able to read me, and he can almost tell when I'm like, I got to go barf. Yeah. And, you know, that's how you do that. And he just chit chats for a while. I go barf, come back. Hey, it was never gone. Again. Or he'll tell everyone, oh, she went to barf, she's pregnant. And then I get a bunch of random messages that aren't. Bob and Tom never had to deal with that. They've, ne I guarantee, they don't have an ongoing like, who puke? Who's gonna puke? Oh, no, I, I wouldn't want to do it that way. I, oh, I want to do it our way. Say, it sounds like you're jealous. No, like, oh, but Bob never had no. to deal with Tom doing that. I'm like, Fuck go on no. then, Vanilla. I would hate to do. I would, basic I, ass bitch. I, I would hate to do that. Boring. That's it, it. Seems so basic. Like it does. Like there's a certain dysfunctionality that we have that I couldn't do this job without does that make sense yeah, right definitely. like if we just went in and had like the big booming voice and we're broadcast like <laughs> that would bore the hell out of me that that seems yeah. like like prison to me when everything works it right like, yeah it seems like you would have to like mentally be a little off for that to be okay yeah. like i guess you would have to be that person that's like i stop at starbucks on my way to work and i get a pumpkin spice latte and i go chit chat with my co-host about <laughs> no way i mean I, you know I how many times to... i've been driving to do the morning show and literally open my door to puke out of it because i was hungover from the night before that was my first round yeah. i've only done that once since i've come back once so but you know it's yeah, the dysfunction. I, I doubt you would ever find a co-host who barfs as much as me. So that's out the window if we ever break up. <laughs> <laughs> you think either one of us are going to let each other go? That's just, no. No. Yeah, Do you know the other unhealthy. day? Let me tell you guys. So I got, uh, I was uh, picking numbers for the lottery. It doesn't matter. And I was like, Twitch, give me a number between one and whatever. And he gives me the number. And I'm reading my numbers and he's inserting his. And we go on air. He hits the mics. We go on air. And he was like, all right, I have a confession to make. And I'm like, okay. And he said, I'm so petty that he told the story about me asking him to pick numbers. He wrote down all of my lottery numbers so he could go play the exact same numbers just in case I won. He would get half yeah. because he's that petty. And not because he wanted the money, but just because. I wanted because... her to have half of what she would have gotten. <laughs> I legitimately... 
Like, I don't care if she wins the lottery, but A, she's not winning without me. And B, I would rather play the lottery with her so to guarantee she doesn't win. And so, like, I don't care if I win. I just want to stop her from winning. So do you usually play the lottery or is that no, just something you went out of your it, way to do? Yeah, it was a one-off. Like I've got the Kentucky lottery app. And if you don't play for a while, they're like, Hey, you can get a, we've credited you a free mega millions or whatever. Right. So I was like, okay, it's free. I'll enter numbers, Twitch, give me numbers. But he was writing them down. I'm because like, and here's why it's the only time you'll hear me curse on the mic. Fuck you. If you think you're just standing up there catching that, collecting that big ass check without me. Okay. <laughs> I, you ain't going to be up there holding that big-ass happy check without me standing right next to you holding the other end of it. Fun fact, Twitch loves oversized, like, scissors and checks. checks. And he likes anything comically oversized. Yes. We did a grand opening uh, for one of the, the stores that opened that I work at. I told you I, I you know, work in a head shop. Uh, so we had a grand opening at Botany Bay for a third store. And Twitch was there, and he was so excited about those oversized scissors that cut the ribbon. Like, he interviewed that woman probably for five minutes that just was holding the damn Who's your scissor guy? Where do you buy where, them? Where do you get them? Can anyone buy them? Do you have to order them? Scissors? Like, how do you find these oversized scissors? <laughs> I'm curious, because you don't see them at Michael's. <laughs> if you wanted oversized scissors right now, where would you get them? Uh, Amazon shark reaction. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> He's checking Amazon. That's what's happening Oversized right now. Oversized scissors. He also doesn't text. He only talks. Yeah, to I only text. talk. Oh, text. oversized so you scissors. Get jumbled they do. They're twenty nine bucks. Twenty nine bucks. I never thought to look at a. They're literally called. They're called ceremony ribbon cutting scissors. How creative! Yeah, <laughs> they have now. If you want them with a with an all metal handle, it's one hundred and six bucks, and they come in a carrying Damn. case. But they come in a carrying case. Oh, and just okay. uh, just underneath it is thick toenail clippers. That sounds <laughs> nasty. <laughs> oh, question. Yeah, yeah. Beauty. Rapid fire is about to get awkward. Get up on okay. it. Okay, we're gonna go. jump around a little bit. Okay. No. Um, when it comes to the FCC, what else do they oversee or regulate? Uh, well, obviously language. You know, there's there's things that there's there are the, the seven dirty word thing is kind of a myth. It's not really words so much because the, the there there are uh, there's something called the fleeting expletive rule. For instance, one of the examples used is like Bono was at the Grammys and said, you know, this is fucking awesome. And if something's a fleeting expletive, that doesn't, that's bad, but that's usually generally not like finable. I mean, sometimes it is, sometimes it is, but generally a fleeting expletive excuse. It's when you dwell and you describe, I always tell people the safest bet is you don't talk about things going in or coming out of the body. Like that's, <laughs> right. that's the easiest way to get popped. You can, I'm pissed off, but I don't piss on. Right, right. Context. Okay. Like generally yeah. <laughs> it's it's when you stay on something and you're you're like just you're you're dwelling on something that's usually sexual or bodily in nature. Drug related. Drug related sometimes. For it, here, let let me give an example. Yeah. Actually. Best thing is an okay. example. Oh, oh, oh no, a screw just fell off my microphone. I've got to weld it real quick. That's her welding torch. That's yeah, just her welding, welding torch. torch. That's it's totally not. it. And she's, she's doing something totally different with that torch. Gotcha. <laughs> but she fixed it. Wait, is the oh, mic fixed? Oh, thank God, it's fixed. <laughs> it's so fixed. That is awesome. That was a near miss, man. That was a near miss. So what just happened there is I was smoking dabs. Right. Okay, this is this is wax. And if we were on the radio and the FCC was all up in my ass, I couldn't be like, I'm going to hit this wax real quick, right? But right. I can go, I need to weld this screw and cough. See what right. I'm saying? But then we got to move on quick. Like, we already right. spent too much time. FCC just got us. They just got us. So that, that's generally Thanks. it. It's when, but there's also something called community standards where certain things might violate the community standards in one community but not in the other. There's, oh, that. Yeah. there's that stuff. But they also regulate things like, Radio stations are granted a license to broadcast for the public good. So every radio station must do public affairs programming. We do it. Every station has to do it. Uh, a certain amount of, of you know, PSA content, 
a certain amount of, you know, you, you keep a file of all the good stuff you do throughout the year. Because, again, we are granted a license to broadcast for the public good. So we have to. Also, we have to, if there's, you know, a weather emergency or a national emergency, we have to broadcast information. You know, there's These the are the better things about the FCC. Yeah. They make sure that, like, yeah, you, you basically you have a responsibility. It's not just you don't just have a radio station. You have a ton of legal responsibilities when you when you run a radio station. Okay. What happens if you put a toe out of line? Like, what kind of repercussions happen? Uh, generally, monetary fines. fines. Yeah, money fines. Big, fines. Big fines. And then you get fired. Yeah. Because the station's like, well, screw you. You just cost us half a mil for your sweet little slip-up. So yeah. have fun in <laughs> Detroit or wherever the hell you try to, you know, get your next yeah. job. And it's really tough to get a job <laughs> after, if, you know, getting, it, getting a, you know, being fined is a really bad thing. It's like you've got a DUI and you want to be a bus driver. Right. Like, no, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a really good example of it, actually. No one will ever hire, you know, you're, you don't like get blackballed, but it, yeah, it, it makes it very tough. When it comes to paying those fines, I mean, the way you guys make money is from advertisements anyway, right? Yeah. But the company has the, so whoever owns but the that's radio. Their, that's how we get paid. Yeah. So that's all in a budget. We do not have a half million dollars because somebody said fuck on the radio. Yeah, they don't they don't keep you know, a budget for that. We That's... don't have that kind of money. Radio in general is like it's okay, but you know, we've got a lot more competition. It's not the the monopoly that it was, you know, in its heyday by any stretch. So, a half yeah, a, a a big fat FCC fine will no one's going to be okay with it. Plus, no one's going to be like, oh, shucks, kid. Maybe next time you won't do it. No, they're going to be like, well, pack your bags. And also, the, the other scary thing is like, than you now. the scary thing is too, like, once they, once they, ideally, you want to fly under the radar. Once they know who you are, they're, they're looking at you. And you don't, no one wants that. It's like having your boss look over your shoulder, you know, because once they know, yeah. you're better off that your boss doesn't know your name. Yeah. Right. Just walk yeah, in. Yeah. Once your boss catches you smoking a joint behind the dumpster, every time you take out the right. trash, guess who's there? Smoking, and he's like, "Hey, you want to hit this with me?" And you're like, "Well, this is weird, but yeah, thanks." Well, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, true story. Uh, so, I used to work at a grocery store, and I almost got fired once. I was behind the dumpster throwing rotting, throwing rotten eggs at a coworker of mine. The boss catches me. I was just fucking around. It was the stupidest thing I've ever done. But <laughs> boss catches me. I'm no longer allowed to take the trash out by myself. Oh, <laughs> I wow. Had a, yeah, yeah. The boss was, like, walking with me to the dumpster every day for, yeah. the, so, for the rest of my the time there. Why did the fucking boss so, just take the trash out himself? What kind I don't of pointless know. effort is it to I pay don't. two people to take the trash out at once? <laughs> you worked for a shitty establishment. I think your rotten eggs was probably a good decision. Right. Well, I mean, it's a grocery That's, store. They're all shit. That's, very similar, is, though. I almost got fired from Long John Silver's because I was eating expired fish at the dumpster. Because, oh, no, because, okay, so what I learned was, when I worked there, was, like, they got to throw away the fish every, like, two hours or, you know, 90 minutes, or it can only sit in the window so long, and then you got to toss it, and I would always be like, hey, you know what, I'll go do it, you guys are working hard, I'll, go, I'll, I'll, I'll do the trash run, and you take everything you wanted, and you put it on top of the trash, and you walk it out there, and then you fucking just eat at the trash can, like, no, you yeah. don't, no one, no one, because otherwise they're going to get thrown no. away. Yeah, but you don't. It's not your responsibility to eat all the fish of Long John Silver's to ensure that it doesn't go to a, a disgusting death in the dumpster. But if it makes you sleep at night, then yes, you did your civic duty. And Long John Silver's was completely out of line for saying you shouldn't do that. You also shouldn't run up and, you know, like lick door handles either, but. You know how much fish they throw away? Like good, yes, good I fish. Yes, I do. I worked at Long John yeah. Silver's. You know that. So you know when I they, do. You know how. I hey. never, not one time, no, not one time when I worked at Long John Silver's at the same age as you. Yeah. Was I ever tempted to eat fish, gross room temperature fish at that, by the dumpster, by the dumpster, Twitch. Don't tell that story ever again. You told it it's way so, too many times. It's so shameful. Like, look. <laughs> No, I can say this, that nothing good happens near dumpsters or behind dumpsters. You learn that as you're shame eating fucking fried fish and hush puppies. 
I was in high school. I was poor. I was like, they're paying me three bucks an hour or whatever it was no, to do this. I'm no. taking my, I'm, you know, I'm taking out that that, no. that money in fish. No, no, he was just he loved food at the time. Oh, he just oh, so had nothing good. to do with being poor, dude. Oh, so had good. nothing to do with being poor. I guarantee he I'm not honestly, the only one. I'm not the only one who shame who worked at a fast food place and volunteered to take the food out to the dumpster so they can shame eat it. No, 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 no. Not a fast food place. Would I eat a delicious cheeseburger by the dumpster? Yeah. Room temperature fish? Oh no. You were prop there might be one other poor sorry sack out there who's like, Yeah, I used to love me some room temperature fish by the dumpster back at Long John Silvers. Like the dumpster at a Long John Silvers smells like a brothel in July inside a pickle jar. Oh. Yeah. It is the but worst. But you managed to oh, make man. it happen. Oh, oh. oh my God. That is so gross. I'm going to have to weld another bolt of it. she's welding over there. Yeah, she's welding. If, if you do mess up and you do let something slip on the air that has to get bleeped out, mm -hmm. like how does that work? Ooh. Um, generally, so it depends. So if you're doing a live show, sometimes there's a delay, sometimes there's not. Some shows have delay. Generally, if you're taking live phone calls, you have a delay. So you, there's a, 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 the way a delay works, it's, it's really interesting. It stretches time. So, uh, like, okay, like a radio station will turn on its delay at the beginning of the day. All right? And it'll generally it's seven seconds. Sometimes more, sometimes less. But seven seconds is actually a long time. It's way more enough time to hit a button. <laughs> I'm sorry. You literally just explained what delaying time means. It extends time. But how it does it is it, it stretches it, it out in real time. It's not delay, but it actually speeds it up. So it's you, can, you can hear a delay building up because it stretches the time in real time oh. until it gets to seven seconds. Uh. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. That makes way more sense. So right. like it legit slows. No, like, yeah, whatever. it legit slows everything down incrementally. That's stupid. In my head, they always just started seven seconds later. No, what? Or some, you know, How the oh, fuck would that I don't work? Know. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> no, so it, what you, that means you have one delay. Right. So, no, so, what, no, no. So, what happens is uh, the, the audio goes into a machine, the delay machine. It gets stretched in that machine and spit back onto the radio until it reaches whether it's seven or fifteen or whatever it is. And then when you when you hit the button, it drops a a, a predetermined amount of time. So let's say you have a fifteen second delay, it might drop seven seconds at a time because generally when someone curses once, they curse twice. <laughs> so you never want to be out of the delay. So you so you don't use all your delay at once. So you would you know. You would have like multiple, sometimes wow. you'd be able to hit that button because it takes like five minutes to build up the delay, but you know, wow. you use it like that. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah. I never knew that. I've never had a fucking delay. <laughs> nope. That is amazing. So yeah, it's, it's so literally. So you got to build it up, which yeah. makes sense if it's literally yeah. like. Which is why when, after you hear someone but, 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 hit. But, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. After no, someone no, hits a delay. After someone hits it, they won't go back to the phone call if they're good because that delay's not built back up yet. It could take, you know, minutes for it to build back up. Yeah. Huh. Does that Oh, yeah, it happens if all the time. Live calls? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, live calls? Yeah, somebody who doesn't do radio, every other, I, it, it's a nightmare. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. No. For, so when you don't have a delay, right, so when you don't have a delay, what you'll usually try to do is – if you know you're going to take a live, live call, like if you trust the person, you can take a live call. If you're doing something and you're not sure, you'll you'll record. Yes. The right before you go on, you'll record it right before you go on. It's pretty much the exact same thing as a delay. You're just doing it yourself. So right after you're done recording, if there are no incidents, you can. It's like live to tape. You know, air it. It's like a sitcom. Yeah. It's, it's live to tape. There's a studio audience. Yeah. Everyone's live. Yeah. There's no editing. But yeah. you're not live on the air. So that's with yeah. live callers. Now, when yeah. you're on air, like when, when we're on air, there's like no safety No, there's no net. delay. Like, yeah, there's no safety net. None. If you get wrapped up, if you get excited, if you are comfortable, I mean, there are so many things that can make you just relax enough to, to like say shit or something, yeah. right? Like, Oh God. Um, or even something that you're like, ah, oh, that didn't sound right. That's the worst. Honestly, yeah. I will, I would gladly take dropping an F bomb on air 
any day as opposed to my mouth getting ahead me saying something and as I hear it going that doesn't sound like what I meant to say at all wow that sounds awful that's the worst and then you that's when you freeze and you like go into a how do I correct it without like overcorrecting? You know, there's so many things. Like, think about how many elements there are. Like, <gasps> that's that's so, worse. So, like, there's an example are, like, of that. The leaks. There's an example of that. Norm Macdonald was on Howard Stern's show a couple years ago, and he was gonna say the R word. You know, the word you know for you know somebody. He was gonna say, and then he didn't. But he used a word that was worse because he was trying to do the right thing. Does that make sense? Oh, and he God. got up in his own head, and he was live, Ugh. and it just happened. So sometimes, like, you try to do it right, but yeah. you make somehow make it worse because you're not. Yeah, you're so you've got a split second to go, I'm going to ignore it like you would if you said that, like, uh, uh, any cuss word, right? You just, you don't acknowledge it happened. Just you move roll on. on. Bring no attention. No one in the room that's with you should bring attention. You act like it didn't happen. And most of the time it will go in. Of course, people will be like, oh, she said fuck. But it's like it, it's not enough to where the general listening audience is like, oh, my God, that happened. The if you worst were thing you could attention. do is be like, did you say the F word on the air? Right. Like, <laughs> like that's the worst thing you could do. Like, oh, you're going to get in trouble. But so it's kind of the same thing with the Norm McDonald. Like you have a yeah. split second to go. I'm going to just let it ride and see if anyone notices that it sounded weird. Or I'm going to then say something worse or maybe fix it. You don't know. Yeah. It's live. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Best advice is treat it like a fart. If you do it, pretend you didn't and ignore it and don't bring it up if you smell it. Yeah. Like, deny, deny, if, deny. yeah. Yeah. If anything, go like, oh my God, I can't believe that's <laughs> gross. What did you have for lunch, Twitch? Yeah. Even though I clearly. <laughs> so you guys were talking about live callers a little bit there. Do you have any, uh, do you have any good stories? Uh, some of the craziest calls you might've got in. Oh God. <laughs> okay. You I, know, I, remember, I got I one. If you got one, like, I, I remember stories. Go, I don't remember like, I don't remember anyone ever doing anything on the air they're not supposed they weren't supposed to, I don't think. But I remember my favorite caller of all time. Who's your favorite caller? The dude who called in one time. I forgot what the conversation was, but he called in and he he was telling us a story about how his wife was upstairs giving birth at the hospital and he was hooking up with a meth head in the parking lot that he met while smoking <laughs> a cigarette. And we're like, your your wife's up there, like literally in the middle of labor. And he goes, yeah, that went downstairs, and this this chick was down there, and she was probably, I think she was on meth. But man, we hooked up right there in the parking lot, and I went back upstairs, and my kid was just born twenty minutes ago. And I remember this Dude. guy telling that story. Okay, I don't remember that original story, but didn't that guy somebody like since I've, I've been back a year right yeah the guy actually texted in and said yes. twitch had brought that up on air and he said I, I can't remember it was a guy that said i'm the guy or the girl who went i'm the one that was giving birth I, but one of <laughs> one them, of them texted from it, yeah. that story yeah texted in and i was like what the hell is that even about what are they talking mm-hmm. about what? it's just the most uh, like ballsy thing i've ever like the it was like just the worst thing i've ever heard in my life and he was like so proud. I was like, you're just the worst human being in the world. That's yeah, you're garbage, non-recyclable garbage. That sucks. God, that's terrible. Um it's not it's not the craziest, but I think the weirdest like caller interaction and it goes for multiple people was I told you that Twitch had been fired from every radio job he ever had for doing stupid shit. He said Britney Spears was dead and it like really spread like wildfire because it was like pre cell phone internet to where the publicist got a call going, Oh my God, Britney's dead. And they're like, no, she's not. Um, yeah. It he did stuff. all kinds. Yeah. All you can Google it. It's out there. So anyway, he, when we first started doing the morning show, I hadn't been there. I don't think six months. And he's like, we're going to do a smoking ban. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm brand new to radio. He's like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to tell people, and this is legit what we did. There was a secret midnight meeting of the city council. That never fucking happened. But no, no, never That's happens. how we started the whole bullshit story. 
secret meeting and they passed a law that said you could not smoke in your vehicle anymore because it was when they had, were teetering you could still smoke in bars this was actually before they yes. they the it was whole just smoking before ban they, in they, bars they, yes it was when rumor of that was going on so twitch decided to take it farther because people were already unnerved about not being able to smoke in restaurants and bars so he's so secret midnight meeting you're no longer allowed to smoke in your car. If if a, a police officer catches you, you're going to get a $250 fine. Or I don't even know if we determined what the fine was. I think we just said fine. Yeah, right? we were so, yeah. So, we were just pulling yeah, out of our asses fake. as we were doing it. We were making it up as yeah. we went along. And, you know, whatever. So, and it was also when punked was big. So we were trying to punk the city. Well, well, <laughs> we were getting phone calls. We went on and it took maybe, what, two or three breaks? Yeah. And... We started getting phone calls from people, and to this day, I don't know if these people just wanted to be in on the joke, if they thought what they were saying was true, or if there were actually confused officers, because we do have officers that listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> we were getting numerous calls from people going, I just got pulled over and got a $250 fine. Yep. I just got pulled over. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like we, And so then we had live actual people yes. in Lexington backing up our bullshit story <laughs> true and we still to this day we don't know we don't know if people actually got pulled over yeah. and like cops were just or, like well this is what i'm supposed yeah. to do now like you know what i mean we, <laughs> we, we, we honestly yeah. don't know no I have no idea all i know is the mayor called our boss the mayor y'all yeah. why would the mayor call our boss over that why do you have any the, guesses Anybody? Oh, oh, oh i know i know because no, you do but you were there wait because uh, you just created a hoax well <laughs> But, all right, Twitch, what's your guess? Because about a thousand people decided to call 911 to ask them if it were true and clog the night. <laughs> yeah. Clogged 911's phone lines. That is the God's honest truth. If you had a fucking heart attack when that was going on, you were fucked. Okay. Oh, like 911 was clogged and they're like, that's a, that's a hoax told by DJs. And again, people were calling, calling, calling. We had calling, to do calling. so many PSAs so afterward. We had to do so many PSAs oh telling people, God, for... please don't call. Unless you're you know, dying or on fire, leave 911. We, for like a month, we had to like no. run PSAs for 911. Listen, listen. How in the world, you guys didn't guess it, how were me and Twitch like 15 years ago or whatever, supposed to guess that people would call 911 because they thought they couldn't smoke in their car? Yeah. 911. <laughs> One, but they did. They did. Oh, they did. <laughs> that goes into the never even, even when you, okay, how can I say this? You have to be so careful about what you joke about because when people hear it on the radio or on TV, there's a sense of, well, this must be true because they can't say stuff that's not true. So you, you, I learned that young, you know, you, I learned that like you, you can, there are only certain things like, you, how can I say this? You do have to be so careful. You teach them to the dumbest kid in class at all times. Someone's going to believe whatever ridiculous thing you say. I <laughs> believed pre Google that Marilyn Manson was the guy from Wonder Years. Right. <laughs> okay? Let's just throw <laughs> that out there on the table. I still that's believe it. Thing. I still believe it. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know? I don't think we went to the moon, but that's a whole other point. That's the whole other thing to argue about. Are you saying that he's not from Wonder Years? <laughs> I. I still have my doubts. I do. <laughs> because what not that exactly what you would say? That's not me. Yeah, <laughs> right. Never it was Paul. I think was his name. Question. Uh, guest on the show pre-COVID. <laughs> um, are any of them blacklisted? How do you mean? Fucking D. Schneider can eat me raw. Oh yeah, we didn't like D. Schneider. I mean, he was no. Okay. We did no. We liked D. Schneider in studio, but then when I saw D. Schneider at Scarefest, he so I wave at him. All I did was wave. I didn't approach him. I wasn't going to try to eat up his time. He'd literally been on my show a few hours prior, right? So I'm walking by. I wave at D. Schneider, and he not only chose not to acknowledge me. He did this thing where he puts his hands up, like, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> or like, "You gonna pay me?" Like. He was just rude as hell, and I was like, fuck you, D. Schneider, prick. He actually was on our show talking about, like, oh, back in the day, people said I was an asshole. Well, I see why, I guess. My, you know, luckily, there not been a lot of assholes I've run into, but I think we have one in common, and totally different experiences, was uh, Sully from Godsmack. 
that cocksucker, that four <laughs> apples high motherfucker, he beats D. Schneider any day. That guy Fuck is that one guy. of the most pompous Fuck human you, beings Scully. I've ever met. I hope you fucking listen. Oh, he's just, he's a pompous, pompous motherfucker. I, the, Gargamel should have never created him. I tell you, I tell, I, 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 I'll tell you the truth. We we did a concert with him at uh, Rupp Arena, and their their band was headlining, and we were broadcasting from out there, and you know. Generally, you, you get a little space in the back, and they'll bring out the, the artist, and you can interview them on the air and stuff. So my kid was born, like, the day before this concert. My first kid born the day before this concert. So I've been up at, like, 30, 36 hours, maybe longer at this point, straight, because I had to come right from the delivery room to the, to the concert to go interview, you know, Sully. So I'm like, hey, man, hey, I'm sorry, you know, I, uh, you know, hey, thanks for coming up. I'm sorry, I'm a little out of sorts. My kid, my first kid was just born like 36 hours ago and his drummer and guitarist were like, hey, congratulations, congratulations, very nice. And he goes, can we just fucking hurry this up? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, man, what a yeah. dick. Yeah. Everyone else in the band was super cool yeah. and he was like, can we just fucking hurry this yeah. up? I was like, yeah. shit, Jesus. what an asshole. Not it, yeah, Ugh. mine wasn't a first kid, but I was in line with 20 winners who got to meet him. They got a meet and greet, right? Z-Rock had given away a meet and greet. You got to meet Scully. (laughs) Scully. And get your picture taken, whatever. It was pouring the rain, pouring. So all these people were out in the rain. You know, we're all drenched. And I'm desperately running around trying to figure out where I'm supposed to take them. So I finally meet his handler. And he's sitting in the corner, Sully is, on his laptop, annoyed. And he looks up like, who is this drowned rat bitch I just walked in? And I look at his handler like, I've got 20 people in the pouring rain. Can we come into the the auditorium? Like, what are we supposed to do? And he just glared at me. And I was like, ugh. And they were all annoyed by their fans. That's what got me, is I'm not a fan, right? I don't give a shit about Godsmack throwing it out there. I really don't. I mean, will I listen to it when it's on? Yeah, of course, it's fine. But, like, I'm not going to go buy an album or a T-shirt. So he's sitting there kind of like what Twitch was saying. Like, can we just hurry this up? Like, I don't give a shit. I don't care yeah. about 20 people. In the I, can see, I wasn't I was there, but I can see him doing that. I can, These that, are my listeners. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not right. buying anything from me. And, but I sincerely don't like what's happening. And he who is getting paid from them is like, Welcome. There's a lot of I times when you're doing when you do radio and you do concerts and stuff like that. There's a lot of times like the hardest. I will say the hardest people in general to deal with are band road managers. They are the <laughs> toughest human beings to deal with on the planet. And their job is basically to keep everybody away from whoever the band is. So they take that very seriously. And they're and they're, they're pricks, but they they have to be, I guess. Yeah, there's a reason behind it. Yeah. <laughs> not to everybody dude i was there on behalf of your fans you just had a baby sorry that it interrupted your what are you doing <laughs> really what are you doing mj holds grudges and, i don't and every picture he ever takes if you look he looks annoyed oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you know what? i wish you had He's... never brought him up yeah yeah whereas like i actually i apologize to d schneider we're not famous i forgot what a shit garbage human that he was. we're not famous but by any means if, if a listener comes up to us in public or anything man i am i'll i'm i go the other way i i somehow will get a little too clingy yeah, we scare them. Yeah, because I'm we so do. excited that people like. Because when you're on the radio, you do forget people listen to the show because yeah. you don't see them. You know, we yeah. never are in front yeah. of a crowd. So when you people tell you they listen, you're like, oh shit, really? Tell me about yourself. What do you do? You want to have dinner? What's going on? Can I come over to your house? You want yeah. our kids want to play? What's going on? I got a trampoline. Come on over. <laughs> I'm like, I have stickers. Here's a pair of Twitch and MJ sunglasses. I can't believe you listen. Thank you so much. Oh my god, like, which I is probably what we're doing to these people's like, podcast now. Yeah, you're right. You know, we're just so happy that people are asking us questions. <laughs> Let's calm down. Let's calm down. So, how often do people recognize you guys out in public? Like That's... every day. Really? <laughs> uh, no. Before uh, COVID, reason, a lot no, more. The only reason is because I work at a at head shop, and I yeah. talk about it. I talk about working at Botany Bay. So, anybody who listens knows that they can kind of swing by, buy a pipe, and they may or may not you know, have me helping them. So before COVID it happened quite a bit. Like, you know, we are out, you know, you're out more like people will hear your voice and recognize your voice. We have, we have distinct voices. So people recognize, I'm sorry, are you? And yeah, it's, it's always cool. Do it. It's always cool. When it comes to, uh, playing like different songs on the radio, you guys said, you know, you'll listen to it if it's on there, but like who picks these songs? Technically I do. 
But <laughs> so what's weird is like when we do our show and they're being Garcon. Huh? Sorry. Was, oh, you asked for another drink? For another yeah. Garcon! You, you'll hear us and again, <laughs> it's the most unprofessional thing in the world, but you'll hear us on the air. We'll 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 intro a song we're like we don't want to hear that and we'll just change it. You're not supposed to do that, oh, but yeah. we do that all the time. Cause I love so, Pearl Jam. I love Pearl Jam, but if it's like slow Pearl black, Jam, yeah, a slow Pearl Jam song, and it's six a.m., I'm like, Twitch, don't you dare, just stop <laughs> it. I will literally make him go back on air and go, I'm sorry. Yeah, stop songs MJ's. halfway through. Yeah, and but there's a list. So there's a playlist I organize. So there's a, a a computer program that I use that picks like 24 hours worth of music, and I go through hour by hour, and I look and I make sure like you know you don't want two slow songs back to back. You don't want two whatever back to back so you have the playlist and generally you stick to it but sometimes you uh, when it comes to recording stuff like prior to you playing it on the air how often does that happen like you said earlier you're, uh, you would record stuff for like the rest of the day or the you know nighttime or whatever um yeah so we don't really record a ton um not really like the only time we'll ever record something is if we have a guest and we have to we have to record it. But in general, everything most of the stuff is live. Then there's something called voice tracking where people record a show and you know it airs, you know, it takes you fifteen minutes to record like a four hour show. That's called voice tracking. And most stations do some form of that. But like in mornings we don't. It's 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 different. It's in mornings it's pretty much just live. Yeah. When it comes to you all's bits that you, you do every morning, like who makes those up? Is it you guys or somebody Twitch. else? No, Twitch. it's both of us. It's we don't really rarely. We don't really. Uh, again, this is unprofessional, but we don't really plan anything. Does that make hmm. sense? Like we don't write. Like very rarely we, do I write. Like again, I have. We like, have Twitch's list. Yeah, but it's not. To, it's just like it, here's. I'll read it like from today's show. It says open the show. Uh, I at six twenty. <laughs> Who you, writes that down? I do. <laughs> Because I have You're fucking debilitating OCD. I write go, everything. What the fuck am I supposed to do now? Literally, <laughs> you can see. I know, says, I know your list. I know your open. list. It just says open. open. And this open. one says facts. And then it says cursing parents. And then Hollywood. And then women fake it. That's it. Like that's that's it. There's no. I write in a couple words, so again, if I get lost, I can look down and go, well, there's the, there's the exit, there's the on-ramp, but yeah, there's nothing, almost, it's all completely spur of the moment. Well, the great thing is, is we actually are super lucky that the people that do listen to our show that kind of, you know, gravitate towards it are hilarious. Yes. Like, I would say at least 25%, and that's a super low number is determined by the text line. We can do, sometimes we will give the story and the the audience themselves will write all the punchlines. Yeah. I mean, hilarious punchlines that make me so jealous that I'm like, please don't ever try to be in radio because, like, I need this job, right? So no, she's right, yeah, we're absolutely. We're super lucky. And then sometimes you'll get a random text from somebody who just, you know, they're having a weird morning and they just take the time to text you and tell you about it. And we'll read it, and then that springboards into a whole topic that is not anywhere near Twitch's list or ever would have been. The best advice you know? I can give is have a list, but never be afraid to deviate from it. Fuck that list. I know. Like, have a yeah. list, but fuck Have an that emergency list. list. Yeah. I know a lot of radio guys who, like, if it's not on the list, it doesn't get done that day. And I, we don't work like, we're just, again, no. it's, it's a just no. different philosophy. We're just way more but, spontaneous. Yeah, but it's good because, again, when, let's say that... There aren't any stunning, you know, springboard stories on right. the text line. We do have his list, you know. So it is nice to have, knowing you've got somewhere to go. You don't have to go there. It's like stopping at sideshow, like or uh, you know, side attractions on your way to the, the main event. They're a bonus. It, hey, they're a yeah. bonus before you get to the yeah. To Disney or yeah. wherever you're going. To me, uh dispensary in a legal state i'm gonna stop at all kinds of places on the way let's do an illinois road trip oh. okay that's a side note anything else um what's the biggest competitor i mean other than like 
you know, Spotify and I'm not going to say XM. their name. No, terrible question. Let's start here. Don't, don't. Terrible question. I don't think I will not. You know my no, no, no. You know our competitor's name. No, and no, no. You I... know we're Cumulus. All I'm going to say is Cumulus. Our yeah. biggest competitor is our biggest competitor, and I'm not going to say their name. I don't think so. There was a. <laughs> I, I, I will say like you know years ago people thought well satellite radio is going to overtake broadcast radio, and it it, it, it didn't. And then, like you know, the Spotify's and the uh, the, the the what Pandora's—it's just a different experience. Ninety-eight percent of people, ninety-eight percent of Americans, listen to some form of radio every single day. That's just the way it is. Well, yeah, I don't consider streaming services our competitor right. because we're local. Like, if you want local stories, local people, like what's happening within your actual community, right. that's when. So I. In my head, when you ask competitor, I'm thinking local other competition radio stations, right. like other radio stations. And I don't, I don't even we, think about streaming services I don't, because they're I'll, not us. I don't even, I, and I really, see, I don't think about other radio stations as competitors because I, I honestly think what we do is so weird and different that I, I don't know, I don't know, I just, I just like, if people like us, they like us, and if they don't, they don't, and that's just, we're not everyone's cup of tea, but if you like us, you're pretty cool. All right, you know what? <laughs> weird but i'm actually going to retract what i said that was a good question because we took it completely different ways yeah <laughs> so <laughs> you can keep that in your arsenal for now try it out not everyone might be us because i yeah the fact he went to streaming and i went directly to yeah it. you went to yeah because i yeah i don't I know it's it's weird because everyone bought two thousand. Every time a new technology comes out, they're like, "Well, it's going to kill radio, or it's going to kill TV," and it hasn't. Cable TV, Hulu, whatever, Lex eighteen is still yeah. you know huge. Yeah. You know, because it's local, right? It's what you want to know. Of course, we're all going to watch things and listen to things that are not local, but. The core of it, when you want information or yeah. you want to get even the vibe of a city, even if you're visiting another city, you're going to tune to local radio right. to kind of see what they're talking about. What are they doing? Yeah. Where are they going? Thank you, guys. That was that was really yeah. informative. That was uh, was it though? I think that well, <laughs> in some ways, I you can what, edit it right. I, you yeah. can chop this up. I want to know what you guys. I want to know what if you guys texted each other back and forth during the show, and if so, what did you say to each other? You better not have. I didn't see his hands move up. Did you? Did you read it? Pull your phone out right now, Stoner. You, you, Stoner McGee. What beardies? <laughs> oh, you're both beardy. Damn yeah, it, you're both beardy. The one that let him be silent. Both. That's you. Both. Give me, yes. pull your phone out. Tell me what you texted Mark. Yeah. And vice I, versa. I texted him once. He did not respond. Okay. It was about, <laughs> I knew it was it, you, Bo. Yeah, it was about three minutes ago. I said, wrap up soon, please. I knew it. You got to pee or something? <laughs> I knew it, Bo. I get it. No, I told you, like Mark. Like you're 10 minutes. Like, All right. Are, are these one of your, is this your longest podcast? Uh, it's probably. 10 minutes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah we had one dude who, uh, who gave us a bunch of definitions for like, 60 70 minutes that, that was a lot exciting. of fun that was an exciting one yeah like, you guys like make fun of us before and after wait yeah. hey, twitch did you do any research if y'all chop us up we will chop you back <laughs> oh, up man. Okay? we got the audio too yeah I'll we got it too yeah all right <laughs> well on something. that note let's wrap it up Bo. whatever mark really nice to meet you <laughs> well i was nice gonna to i was guys. gonna say the opposite Bo, really nice <laughs> to meet you the other guy you know <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Thank you guys for having us on. It was fun. We'll we'll we'll, we'll plug it on the podcast on the uh, actual radio show. Yeah, thank oh, you, thank you for I coming on. It. That'd be awesome. That's yeah, it's cool. <laughs> you know, yeah, you invited us. You know, and check out the morning show we do. There you go. Right. D Rock One Hundred Three. Is that okay? Yeah, Is that go okay, ahead. Though? That's good. <laughs> All right, y'all wrap right. it up. I don't know. You have a tagline or something. We'll shut up. Okay. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, do you think? All right. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. It was Educate an Idiot. You can check us out. or If you want to email us, you can email us at educateanidiot at mail.com. Uh, if you have any questions, requests, or if you even want to volunteer, once again, thanks for hanging out. I'm Mark. And I'm Bo. I'm MJ. Our... I was waiting for you this time. And I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you.